Good morning. This is Long Island Morning Edition on 88.3 WLIW-FM. I'm Michael Mackey. Just two hours after she was released from the custody of the Southampton Town Police without bail on three arson charges, Amanda Burnside, 41 of East Quag, was arrested at the Dollar Tree store in Hampton Bays on the morning of November 13th and charged with attempted robbery. Tom Gogler reports on 27East.com that Burnside's release without bail on the felony arson charges prompted a blistering statement from Suffolk County District Attorney Ray Tierney on Monday evening decrying her release. Describing her as an alleged serial arsonist, D.A. Tierney noted that his office had requested that Burnside be held in jail on $500,000 cash, a million dollars bond, or $1.5 million partially secured bond, stemming from three arson incidents that unfolded in Hampton Bays this past Sunday. Instead, D.A. Tierney said the arraignment judge released Burnside on her own recognizance and told her to report for supervised release within 72 hours. Less than two hours after her release on Monday, observed Tierney, the defendant allegedly committed an armed robbery. Tierney, a frequent critic of bail reform efforts in the state, highlighted that the danger that this defendant posed to society could never be adequately considered insofar as dangerousness is not a bail factor that judges can consider under New York state law, said Tierney. He vowed to, quote, continue to seek that defendants that pose a threat to public safety remain in custody, despite the obvious flaws to our law. District Attorney Tierney of Suffolk County. Three of the four Long Island representatives voted yesterday to approve a short-term spending bill to keep the federal government open past Friday's midnight deadline, when funding would stop for many federal workers and programs. Tom Brune reports on Newsday.com that Long Island representatives Anthony D'Esposito of Island Park, Andrew Garbarino of Bayport, and Nick LaLota of Amityville stood among the 127 Republicans voting for the two-tier stopgap funding that will last through January and February next year. Representative George Santos, the Republican from Nassau and Queens, was among the 93 Republicans who voted against the spending measure, also known as a continuing resolution proposed by U.S. House Speaker Mike Johnson, the Republican from Louisiana. Congressman Garbarino, who represents New York's 2nd Congressional District, mainly southwest Suffolk County, noted the bill avoided squeezing time in to vote before the holidays and said he remained committed to curbing government spending. Quote, this continuing resolution would responsibly avoid a government shutdown and allow us to continue the appropriations process while simultaneously breaking the cycle. Congressman Lalota said he supported the bill to keep the government open, but added Congress must stop governing by continuing resolutions, often referred to as CRs. Keeping the government open and our soldiers paid is one of our most basic duties in Congress, Lalota said in a statement. Today's CR will allow us to keep the government open while Congress works to cut wasteful spending via the appropriations process. New York Governor Kathy Hochul says she believes the recusal of her most recent appointment to the state's highest court from a landmark redistricting case will have no effect on the outcome. 
one that could potentially decide the control of U.S. Congress. Vaughn Golden and Jared Downing report in the New York Post that speaking to reporters, Hochul said she stands by her selection of Judge Caitlin Halligan, who announced last month she would recuse herself from the case, deciding the latest attempt to redraw New York's congressional district maps. Her position on one particular case has no bearing on whether or not I think she would fit the role, said the governor. Halligan represented a potential swing vote on the high court as the only new justice on the panel since it decided to toss out maps drawn by the legislature that heavily favored Democrats. She filled the role vacated by now Chief Judge Rowan Wilson after he was picked by Hochul to lead the court. The previous chief judge, Janet DeFiori, wrote the 5-4 to four opinion in the case ruling that the New York State Legislature violated the process for redistricting as written in the state constitution. It then returned the responsibility of redrawing the maps to the rural Steuben County Court, where the legal challenge had originally been filed. Wilson wrote the dissent in that case. The new case, set to be heard by the Court of Appeals today, seeks to give New York State's redistricting commission a shot to redraw the lines ahead of 2024's congressional election, potentially doing so in such a way that could work against Republicans who won four districts now rated as toss-ups. Suffolk County officials have decided to move the Suffolk County Transit bus stop back to the Riverhead Long Island Railroad Station after being made aware of complaints and concerns about the relocation of the bus stop to Griffin Avenue last week. Denise Civiletti reports on RiverheadLocal.com that a spokesperson for Suffolk County Executive Steve Ballone told Riverhead Local the bus stop would be moved back to the train station over the next few days. The move to Griffin Avenue clearly wasn't working out as intended, County Spokesperson Mary-Kate Guilfoyle said yesterday. The bus stop serves five different bus routes, and Griffin Avenue, a two-lane street with no shoulders, is not adequate to handle the buses queued there to pick up passengers, Riverhead Police Chief David Higgemiller said Tuesday morning. Between the width of the roadway, the location of the new stop near the intersection with Court Street, the intersection with Railroad Avenue, and the Griffin Avenue Railroad crossing, the new bus stop location posed a traffic hazard, the chief said. The county decided to temporarily relocate the stop from the railroad station to Griffin Avenue after discussions with the town about anticipated construction near the original stop, but the Suffolk County Transit Stop in Riverhead is back over. East Hampton Town's union workers and the East Hampton Town Board have ratified a new union contract that provides for significant increases in employee wages and longevity payments. The town announced Tuesday after the contract was approved by the East Hampton Town Board at its weekly work session. The new agreement reached prior to the December 31, 2023 expiration of the current contract will cover the years 2024 through 2027. CSEA members will see a $2,000 across-the-board increase to their base wages in 2024 on top of a $3,000 base wage hike implemented this year. The union members' new base wages will increase by 4% annually in the first three years of the contract. 
The fight over one of the most consequential congressional battlegrounds in the United States will take center stage today, not in the hotly contested suburbs or a campaign convention hall, but in a state courtroom in Buffalo, New York. That is where Democrats will try to convince the Court of Appeals, New York State's highest court, to give their party a chance to redraw the state's congressional map before the 2024 election. Nicholas Fandels in the New York Times reports that the case will ostensibly turn on conflicting readings of the state constitution, but the court's decision in the coming weeks will have much farther-reaching political implications. New York now has one of the most competitive congressional maps in the country, thanks to the court's intervention last year. If Democrats prevail in the current case, they will most likely try to reassert their dominance with more favorable lines that could help them flip as many as six Republican seats from Long Island to Syracuse. Republicans hold a narrow five-seat majority in the U.S. House. With the number of truly competitive districts dwindling across the country as both parties enact stark gerrymanders, the fate of New York's map could determine which party enters 2024 with the upper hand. A little-known court in New York is in all likelihood about to determine control of Congress, said Evan Roth Smith, a Democrat political strategist, voicing the bipartisan anxiety the case is causing in New York and Washington. So that court will address that case today. This has been Long Island Local News on Long Island's only NPR station, WLIW-FM. I'm Michael Mackey.